Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You'd be surprised at how hard it is to find a good cobbler. With as many towns as I've visited, you'd think there would be a decent cobbler at every stop, but I've yet to run into one. And with as much walking as I do, I'm overdue for a solid pair of shoes that can hold up to my travels. I was told of an excellent cobbler, the best in the land and said, in a town called Arola. It's not a skip and a hop by any means, I've still got several days travel to reach it. Apparently, between here and Arola, there's a giant swamp I'll have to pass through, and rumor has it there's a dangerous creature that lives in it. I can't say I'm keen on the idea of trudging through a swamp or encountering any danger, but Ryan needs a new pair of shoes. The rolling hills en route to Arola are quite lovely. The sun shining on a landscape dotted with gently swaying trees and the soft wind. But before I know it, the land starts to darken, and the lush grasses give way to brackish shallow water, gloomy foliage, and the scent of loomy decay. As I trudge through the mire, shooing away the random buzzing insects, I hear a howl a short distance away. This must be the creature I was warned about. It takes me the better part of a day to make my way through the swamp, which I manage to do while avoiding any strange creatures. Soon enough, I come upon the lovely village of Arola, and once I arrive, I begin to ask around for the well-renowned cobbler I've heard so much about. I'm told to go to a little shop on the east side of the village and ask for a man named Arlor. Hello, stranger. What can I do for you? You must be Arlor. I'm Ryan. I've come a long ways to see you. I've heard that you're one of the best cobblers in the land, and as you can see, I'm in need of a new pair of shoes. I do a whole lot of walking, so I need a pair that can hold up over great distances and various terrains, like swamps. You've come to the right place. Not only can I make you a solid pair that will help you traverse all types of terrains, I'll also put an enchantment on them, so they'll last ten times longer than they would otherwise. That sounds perfect. I'd like to have a pair of those made for me, if you would. Uh -uh, but they don't come cheap. I use the most rugged materials for the shoes, plus the incantation employs rare materials, and 
It takes a lot of effort and concentration. Oh, well, I don't have very much money. I have some food I could offer and trade, too. Sorry. Food ain't gonna do it. How about that nifty little sword you got there? I'd be willing to make you a pair of my shoes in exchange for that there sword. Oh, no. I wouldn't dare even think of parting with this sword. Well, I'm afraid I can't help you. Wait. Maybe there's something I can do for you? A task or a mission? I do a lot of that sort of thing. Hmm. Well, you had to pass through that pesky swamp to get here, didn't you? I sure did. There's a giant that lives in that swamp, scaring people off who try to pass through to get here. We're losing a lot of commerce because of it. Clearly, it didn't scare you off. Perhaps you're braver than you seem. How about you deal with it so it stops scaring people off, and I'll make you a pair of my enchanted shoes. Is that the creature that lives there? A giant? I think I heard them when I was passing through. Well, you go on and take care of that problem, and I'll have a nice new pair of shoes for you. I agree to the quest, and I make my way back to the swamp. I'm a bit nervous. I've never encountered a giant before. I hope they don't see me as a potential snack. As I venture further into the swamp, I can hear the howling once again. Or, wait, maybe it sounds like moaning? Or wailing? Yeah, it's definitely wailing. I follow the sound and eventually come across a giant sitting cross-legged in the middle of the swamp, easily five times taller than me, and that's well seated. They're crying, the great salty tears rolling down their cheeks and dropping from their jawline to join the briny, shallow water. So this is why there's a swamp here. I cautiously approach the giant making sure to dodge the plummeting teardrops. Hello? Are you okay? Oh, my goodness. You surprised me. No one ever comes to this place. Are you lost? No, I've actually come to see you. You've come to see me. No one ever comes to see me. Wait, you're not afraid of me? Uh, should I be? Everyone is, I just assumed. You don't seem scary to me. Just big. Just because someone is big doesn't necessarily make them dangerous. Well, if you were angry, I'd be nervous. But clearly you're sad, and I feel for you. But I don't think you'll hurt me. Or eat me. You won't eat me, will you? I'm a vegetarian. So no. Okay then, that's good. I suppose I should introduce myself. I'm Ryan. It's so nice to meet you, Ryan. I'm Rapolinish, but you can call me Rippy. Well then, Rippy, what has you so sad? Oh, I'm just 
so lonely. No one comes to visit me here. You're the first person to ever come see me. I hear people come through the swamp, but I think they avoid me when they hear my crying. To be fair, they might think it's some dangerous creature howling. That's what I thought at first, but when I listened more closely, I realized that wasn't the case. I don't mean to scare anyone away. I'm just so sad because I'm so lonely. Maybe we can figure out what to do about that. I hate to see anyone so sad. Plus, I was sent here from Arola to help. People are trying to travel there to trade, but they won't pass through the swamp. I guess everyone is scared. You were sent from Arola? I love Arola. It's such a beautiful little town. I actually wanted to live there, but when I went there they drove me away. Aw, I'm sorry to hear that. You seem really friendly to me. Well, would you mind telling them that? Maybe you can let them know I mean them no harm. I just want a place to live, to be part of a community. I'm so tired of being alone. Well, I was supposed to, uh, deal with you so you wouldn't scare travelers away in exchange for my new shoes. But maybe if you weren't so sad, you wouldn't be wailing so much and people wouldn't run off. I'll tell you what, I'll go back to Arola and talk to them and explain that you mean them no harm. Oh, thank you so much, Ryan. I make the return trip to Arola, hoping these old shoes will hold out long enough through all these back and forths, especially since they're getting repeatedly drenched with swamp water. I'll go barefoot if I must, I suppose, but thankfully my shoes survived the return to Arlor's shop, and I relay my experience meeting with Rippy. Well, if that giant is still howling in the swamps, it's gonna keep scaring away the traders. As long as that's the case, you ain't held up your end of the bargain. I can't make them shoes until you do. Maybe you could take some time to talk with Rippy? Maybe come to some understanding? They said you drove them off when they came here. Maybe give them a chance to show that they're friendly, that they mean no harm. You're gonna have to talk to Mayor Bezla about that. I'm just a cobbler. I'm not fit to make those kind of decisions. If the mayor wants to brave having a giant set upon our town, that's on her. Our lore tells me where I can find the mayor's place, and I trudge my squishy shoes across town to see the mayor. Hello, young traveler. We don't get many guests in town these days, and it's refreshing to receive one. What can I do for you? Mayor Besla, is it? My name is Ryan. I want to talk to you about the giant that lives in the swamp just outside of the town. Ah, yes. The giant. What of it? Well, I met with them. They're very sad. Well, it's causing us a problem, as it's scaring away the travelers. I know about that. It's the sound of their wailing that's scaring people away. If we could get them to stop wailing, perhaps people wouldn't be scared. That's unfortunate, about this giant being sad. But I'm not sure what you want us to do about it. Rippy is their name. They came here to meet the people of this town, hoping to make a home here, but you drove them away. 
Rippy is really friendly, and they wouldn't harm a soul. Plus, they're vegetarian. Drove it away. We did no such thing. Really? But they said... It's true. The giant came here, stomped up to town, and said it wanted to live here. I did not drive it off. I told it it couldn't be here, meaning it can't live here. Where does it suppose it would live? We have no homes that would accommodate a creature of that size. Its request was entirely unreasonable. So when you told Rippy they couldn't be here, they thought they weren't welcome here? I don't know what it was expecting. Coming here and asking to live here? Quite presumptuous if you ask me. They're just lonely. They want to feel a part of a community. Rippy really is very gentle. Perhaps if you invite them here and get to know them, you'll see that. And if they're a good fit for the community, you can always help build them a home that's big enough to accommodate them. Hmm. That is a thought. <sighs> and if they are happy here, they will abandon the swamp, and travelers won't be scared off. If they're happy, there will be no more tears, and the swamp will dry up. Okay, you go tell it, uh, Rippy, that we would like to meet with them and get to know them. And if all goes well, we will be willing to help build a giant-sized home for them. Delighted by the good news, I hastily returned to the swamp to share it with Rippy. Really? They want to meet with me? Maybe help build me a home? My lonely days will soon be gone. I can't thank you enough, Ryan. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, I'm really happy for you, but you've got to get that crying under control. Rippy, please. <laughs> You're making a second swamp. <laughs> oh, no. Not again. To save me from their swamp of happy tears, Rippy lifts me up and carries me back into the town. My poor shoes finally get a break. We make it to Arola in no time at all, and I set them up with the mayor to discuss housing details. When I see Arlor, he seems happy that there will be new customers soon. And apparently, with the new construction in the town, everyone will be wanting special work boots too. The mayor already put a custom order in. But my own new boots are ready. I try them on, and they fit perfectly. These shoes will hold up for years, I'm sure of it. And I can't wait to find out where they'll take me. Thank you for sidequesting with us. This episode, A Giant Problem, was written by David S. Deere and produced by Tal Minier with dialogue editing by Brad Colbrook. Arlor was voiced by Felipe Vargas, Rippy was voiced by Sam Wynn, and Beslo was voiced by Rowana Cruz. The voice of Ryan was Tal Minier. A big thanks to Ali Maria, Ilya, Jesse, Sarah, and Spencer for supporting this episode. is an important part of our lives. Not only do we need it to be strong and healthy, but it can be a way we connect with others, like when you're sitting around the dinner table with friends or family. So what happens when someone commits 
a food crime. Food crimes are things like sneaking Halloween candy before school with a sibling, or making dessert that only you like, even when the whole family was looking forward to dessert. There are two sides to every story, so when a food crime is committed, we simply have to hear the whole truth. And in the show Food Crimes, you can listen as real kids bring their real stories to the food court. They explain the crime in question and make their case to the judge. So if you'd like to see if justice is served, be sure to listen to Food Crimes wherever you listen to podcasts.